When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine... This weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, history will be made with the world's largest music festival. A concert for the centuries. A musical performance unlike any other to exist or have ever existed. A collection of musical talent so great, it is on a scale hitherto undreamt of. Don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime chance to be a part of musical history. Be the first to call into the What If Weekend Show with Will, Tom, and Brian on KBCY Imagine Radio with the winning phrase, Dude, could you imagine? Whenever you hear this, Dude, could you imagine? Just call 555-IMAGINE. Once again, that's 555-IMAGINE or 555-468-4469. Be there or blink yourself out of existence. Welcome oh. back, everybody. This is Tom Case. This is Will Stark. And today we're joined by a very special guest that uh, I would imagine many of you would know. Hey, Brian. Uh, hey, everybody. It's me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, for those of you who may not know, Brian and I are a co-hosts of another podcast called The Dungeon Cast, where we talk about everything Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, we get into lore, mechanics, and all that jazz. And uh, he's here to join us today to talk about some heavy-hitting issues. Yes, I'm very excited for that. And I think Tom's bringing the first heavy-hitting issue. I will. I don't know if it's heavy hitting. Well, you know what? It might be heavy hitting. Everything we talk about this show is I, heavy hitting. Yes, everything we talk about is heavy hitting. But I actually thought about this question because I because of Brian here, right? I was excited to have Brian on the show, and I was like, you know what? I want to I want to bring a question that I think he'll be happy to answer. <clears throat> and that question is, what if you got to put on your own concert? If I got to put on my own concert, okay, this is a this is a good question. Um, so when you ask that question, do you mean like him playing? So or let, let me him let me establish the organizing concert. Yeah, let me because establish I know this the man. parameters. And he, he has could played. Put on his own he concert, has played yeah. concerts. I've played. Concerts. Yeah, exactly. I played concerts too. Yeah, yeah. I did. So, I did this. We, I did this thing already. Uh, yeah, you've yeah. asked me. So, so. so we've we've all done that. So that's why the parameters is no. You're not going to be playing your okay. own concert. Ooh. You get to pick any band, whether they're still okay. You're still custom a, Coachella. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> custom Coachella. I almost actually had that in my head. Yes, custom Coachella. <clears throat> your own wonderful Woodstock, right? Wow. Whatever whatever band that you want, whether they're still together, alive, or not. But here's the parameters. You only get one, or you, you get four bands, three openers with one main uh, main you know act. event. Main okay, event. so three, so three this openers and one the main stage. Act. It's okay. not a multi-stage event. Uh, no, it's not going to be there. Yeah, Keep one stage. Um, however, you know, 
There's no capacity. It's going to be like one of those oh, Woodstocks where the field is okay. going to be open to everyone. I was going to ask, you what's what capacity I mean? and can we choose the venue? <laughs> uh, if oh, you man. want to, you could. If you feel like, no, I don't want it to go crazy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like where, you know, like this is too much, you could. Okay. But I'm, my, I'm not going to limit you on that. Sorry. My next question is, uh-huh. is he trying to build his ideal, like his ultimate, or is he, or is the goal to like create the most sensational concert in history like one that everyone will talk about forever or is brian kind of coming up with his own custom oh like for like himself, himself to be this would be his ultimate woodstock or is he just trying to come yeah, up with how, a modern so, how in charge am i yeah so you are 100 percent in charge you are the man you are the person everyone's going to go to for all the answers right but okay. but i do kind of feel like what you're asking i feel like it's going to come it's going to be um it's going to come together to be both, right? Because hmm. the goal, but the goal is you are going to try to put on something that will be the most biggest concert in all history. I need to host know, something concerts. I'm truly proud of. Yeah, much. exactly. So it, it, but see, I know that if you do that, it's also probably going to be something that it's also probably <laughs> going to be something that, you know, we're recording in my garage right now. And um, <laughs> as temperatures change, the garage door tends yeah, to make lots of it's noise. certainly heating up here. In Somebody must really hate this question. They threw rocks at the garage right now. Yeah, no, right. just like, hey, shut up. Yeah. Uh, no, we're, uh, Your I, concert sucks. Okay. Uh, they don't even know, first of all, what I'm going to say. So they need <laughs> to get out of here. But, uh, this is an exciting question and, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of got me, it's kind of got my ankles a little weak. Um, <laughs> so my ultimate, okay. It's going to be in El- in Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. That's where I'm from. That's where I like okay. to go see shows. I really like to go to places like the Troubadour, which are kind of more smaller and Love homey. Love the Troubadour, yeah. You know, it's I was gonna second level, yeah. House yes. of Blues. Yes. Like, I okay. like that stuff. Yeah, but, too. like, should I go for the Hollywood Bowl? Because, like... If we're going big. If, yeah. I'm, yeah, if I'm going big, right? Mm-hmm. So should I have people in seats and, and on the lawn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think for the magnitude of what's about to happen, I think it would be an insult to like limit the amount of people to something like a smaller venue like House of Blues or the Troubadour. Not to mention like you know how much traffic that's going to cause to where to the point of like since they know there's limited amount of seats or tickets, right? They're going to be camped out for, you know, probably how many weeks, you know, it's even be before that. that like, yeah, yeah, like if I hold a smaller if I hold it at a smaller venue, maybe like a multiple nights thing would be. But I th- I'm thinking to keep the question simple. It's one one raucous one evening. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're gonna get it. Yeah. We're gonna get it and hit it home. Uh, man, uh, Will and I just did like a um, uh, like behind the scenes of the Dungeon Cast that we do for like our Patreon. Oh, the, the five the Dungeon one. Chats. Yeah, yeah, you kind of primed me for I, this I, a little I bit. Like, did, didn't I? like yeah. if I'm going to take he asked me if I'm going to take five albums with me on my desert island and be stuck there for <laughs> all eternity, like which ones would I pick? I'm like, "Oh my god, like what a question to get." So like it, it's nice to to be here and like get that question after that episode cuz I feel like I have your a little melting. a little bit of headway and I'm going into my Spotify right now because I want to know where I'm at lately. And like <laughs> Oh, that's not well, see that that's something to consider though. Like you're talking about where you are lately. Like this is going to be something tied to you and what you've done for the rest of your life. So, I, yeah. What, what, like I wouldn't let recency bias get into it personally. But that's just my two cents. I'm yeah, not making decisions. Here. I, I think I think to like see where I'm at today yeah. is like a good way to backtrack and see where I was. But like I've never there's a couple bands I've never seen that I would really love to see, and I think mm. that's where I would kind of like. And I would want to keep the genre kind of together a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that would be important to have a cohesiveness <clears throat> because I don't just want to have like. 
here are it's a little different from the five best albums question, right? It's right. more like I need to make a cohesive experience, right? right. Yeah, Absolutely. so I'm not just going to throw well, you in. You don't have to. I mean, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm but just that, saying. That's your but approach. that's what you're. I you're I, yeah, yeah. I, I think that. I guess I don't have to, but I think that's what I would do in this yeah, situation. Okay. If I had all this money, if I had the power to book this venue mm-hmm. and grab artists from the ether and yes, and place them power. down. So, uh, man, um, I think Will already knows kind of where I'm going to land with with this, but um, uh, it, it's going to be. If it's going to be in Los Angeles, I would want hometown music. Oh, so you're okay. So oh, I'm thinking okay. bands from from Los Angeles, and maybe that would be like a cool thing. Like, so if it's from from my approach, there's so many artists out of there, you can't keep track of them all. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's hard to like. It's you know basically this point the historical mecca of music. I can't exactly. I can't hit them all. I no. can only hit what yeah, I know. And, you well, know. what's the number? It's three opening it's, acts and one and main. One main. All right. Do you want to start with the openers or do you want to start with the main? I think I want to start with the openers and kind of lead up to the main. Okay. Right. Um, because I'm between two people on the main and I'm plus stalling it's more a little exciting. Bit. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> plus it's more exciting I mean, a little but bit. Also, you know, like, remember yeah. whatever you say isn't concrete. We can discuss and then change our minds later. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So you're in a safe space, Brian. Speak your mind. You're not locked. No, yeah. it's good to know. <laughs> this is such, this feels so important because music's important to me. So yeah, and you know what? Let's take a moment. The, one of the re- the reason we're asking Brian this question is Brian is a, a very talented musician. He does all the music for SuperQuest Saga, which is another show we do. Um, you know, he got with me when I did a lot of the guitar work for the Dungeon Cast, and he's a big part of that too. Dude can play like ten different instruments. He's extremely talented, and he's a great singer. Thanks. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I just wanted people to know, like, we're not just asking you a music question because you like musicalized. Like, no, you're no, very yeah. talented. This is a big part of who you are. Yeah, just to reiterate, so, yeah. you know, we're not just blowing smoke up your ass. Because, okay? yeah. like, when I did think of this question, I knew all the ramifications. I knew everything that that was in this question was because, you know, I know that you are yourself a musician, an established musician, someone who knows music in and out, not just someone who likes to listen to music. So yeah. that's why I wanted to bring this question out. Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, I'm thinking we're gonna start. We're gonna start slow, and we're gonna ramp up to something really hype. So I okay. think I think we're gonna start with some like electronic music that's that's a little more chill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I was talking big about LA. This dude's from Washington. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure it's it's Washington, but um, Emancipator I think would be a great one. They they do. It's some real chill. Like I think maybe even have this dude start playing as people are walking in. Oh, okay. Like, like that kind of opener. Yeah, like uh, the show starts at nine p.m. Uh, the openers are going to start playing at like seven thirty or eight. Mm-hmm. So at seven thirty, doors open, and maybe at like eight o'clock, this dude starts <clears throat> playing. So so people are still arriving at the venue, yeah. and and a lot of bigger shows I go to. That's kind of the case with uh, with a lot of openers. Is I walk in, somebody's playing. I'm like. Oh, this is chill. Who's this? And it, it's really more like a relaxing, like kind of gets you into the mood, into the setting. Right. You know, they're playing with the lights a little bit here and there. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they got a lighter stage crew, but the sound team is down there. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a really good one. They do. It's it's pretty much a no lyrics situation. Um, some acoustic guitar, violin, some synth stuff, and beats. And that's that pretty, really that's nice. pretty much it. It's it's real chill, relaxing thing. I think that would be a really cool thing to hear at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. They got that nice acoustic section and. This art, particular artist likes to bring in live uh, musicians for what he would normally sample and put in his tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's like a guitar riff that you're going to hear through the whole song, 
that guitar there's going to be a guitarist there playing it while he's like kind of doing the DJ thing. Um, it's I mean it's a little challenging to have a really hype show when you're sitting behind a computer, but I think bringing in the live instrumentalist is like a big deal. Like a, vi- think, a live yeah, violinist yeah, there. That's the right move there, yeah. Yeah, and then the, everything is always a little different for the live thing than it was on the record. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some nice new flavor there. Um, I'm struggling with the next person to bring in for the show. I'm thinking it should be uh, like this is going to be. Uh, now I'm losing the. I'm throwing the cohesiveness out the window too a little bit because yeah, I, we'll I see where it goes. I, I really want to see Incubus live. Ooh. Um, oh, okay. wow. I didn't and, see that coming and in. They're, they're out of, They're very good. They're out of Los Angeles, and they, yeah, they they're are. one of my favorite bands. Have they done anything lately? I like, don't think so, and man. That's fine. Like, they, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. But their stuff, when it was hype, it was, it was really hype. Yeah, we're talking like, you know, the early 2000s, I think, is when yeah. a lot of their stuff is popping off. They have a double platinum Light Grenades album. Everybody knows those tracks pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that's a really good band. I tried to go to Los Angeles for a surprise show one time, and I was in this long line that like wrapped around a freeway and went under a bridge, and I'm like towards the back, and it's getting late, and it's not moving, and I'm on Twitter, and it looks like it's starting, and I'm like, oh god, okay, I'm gonna go home, and that was like the closest I ever got to seeing them. I was really poor at the time, so I couldn't like buy tickets. Um, they were like free show for the first you know group of people that show up, and my homies were like, hey, like get in the car and come pick us up i can't drive it's like that's i have 20 dollars for gas for you uh this guy has money for food later maybe (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll figure it out so i think that would be brought pb and j sandwiches for (laughs) (laughs) y'all you know that would be great um i mean i don't think you're killing the cohesiveness though i think incubus going from electronic music chill yeah they have they literally have a dj in their band that's what i mean so i think that's a nice uh segue yeah, okay. Especially if you're going more rock later, I don't know if you are, but nah, I'm, I'm gonna okay. veer I'm gonna veer back <laughs> I'm gonna veer into jazz hip hop fusion. Okay, well we well we could swap them. Incubus doesn't have to be second. Oh, I definitely need this other person okay. last. Alright, alright. All right, yeah, all right. I think it should be Incubus either second or third if okay. I can figure out who to plug in. Um What's your favorite Incubus song? Whoa. <laughs> Let him focus on one thing and then we can go on to the next. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Let's, I feel like you guys are going to laugh when I start talking about mine because it's nowhere near this. Yeah, uh, no, we've talked about music. Yeah. I already know what all of them are probably going to be. But okay, can you I, give me I like think your the song, tracks? I think the song is Like Grenades. It was probably my favorite Incubus sure. track, which is the title track of that, that record. I really that like the, that's the record with all the hits, right? Yeah, it, I mean, Three or four of their they, hits. they have a lot of like into the '90s. They they've got like some really um, iconic music, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, the Offspring have like a bunch right. of songs on a bunch of different records that everybody Everyone knows those, those songs. Yes, yes, you know, like that much. song "Drive" about uh, drunk yeah, driving. Drive yeah, yeah, everybody knows that track. Yeah, um, and then like Dig Didn't is. Didn't they do Megalomania? They that did that one. one. Yeah, yeah. Knows that one, yeah. Everybody knows that one. Everybody knows. Um, everybody knows that one. Dig. Um, yes, that like one's. Song. <laughs> it, Dig is Dig is on the yeah. the light. Uh, yeah, I'm only familiar with their hits. I yeah. never really got into their their other stuff. Light grenades is the record. I'm, okay. I'm gonna just gonna say that. Let me um, check it out. Just go ahead. The old ones are cool. Definitely cool to plug that. And they have one where they recorded a, their record um, in Malibu, mm-hmm. and at the producer's house, I guess, or somebody's really, really nice house on the cliffside. Mm-hmm. And they just sat out there and were like, we're going to write a record and it's going to be all about what's around us. 
and really they had a beautiful amazing. clear sky, it's the fantastic. ocean out in yeah. front of them. They're up what the mountains. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called Morning View, okay. and it has a the the album cover is the picture of the view they That's had awesome. in wow, the really morning cool. at this house. For sure, uh, really great stuff. Um, I'm not sure what the circumstances were for Liker Needs. Anyway, we're gonna move out of that and get into Thundercat and Flying Lotus. I knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now and, I'm still not familiar with these artists. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're super. I. I've come Wait, along. What are they called again? Okay, so they're two different artists, but yeah. they work very closely together. They're LA based, and um, one of them is more of a producer at this point, less of an artist, although still very much an artist. Mm-hmm. His name is Flying Lotus. That's his stage name. His name is Steve something. Mm-hmm. I forget at the moment. But um, and the other one is Thundercat, like the show. Oh, Thund- okay. It's inspired. Like his first record has the Thundercat oh, logo, like, like, like a cat. Yeah. He's got yeah. a bunch of songs about his cat. I know of two. <laughs> there's probably more. Right. Yeah, um, right sure. Uh, Do they work together. So is this going to be Act Three? Is them together? I think I kind of wanted to put them on like a double show because they have so many songs together on each other's albums mm-hmm. that oh. it would be kind of cool for Thundercat to open up for Flying Lotus and then like they kind of shift and transition. Ooh. As I think now that's a cool idea. Yeah. Like so that. you're still going to use them as separate. So are those going to be two of the three opening acts? I th- I think it's gonna be. It's like you're kind of making gonna, it a, a one thing. It's just it's, it, it's yeah. just one that transitions into the other, and then that's the end of Act Three. I'm thinking it should be Act One, Act Two, and then Act Three and Four in parentheses. I guess. Oh, okay, so it, this is the main one then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. I think it. I think they would definitely be able to carry uh, enough time to make that right. like a feasible Minus thing. Artists, yeah. And it's pretty much what they do. Like mm-hmm. my first Flying Lotus um, concert. Thundercat opened up. There was another artist before that and another artist before that, much like this. But Thundercat opens up and then Flying Lotus comes out and does the final song. They do the final song together. I'm like, oh, that's that's fucking cool. Great. And then they all go backstage and then um, Flying Lotus comes out and does his show. And he's been really he got um, nominated for a Grammy this last year um, for visual production stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, damn, like I've been missing out. Like the pandemic came and then they did like a secret show, like a drive in show. Mm-hmm. And I missed it. And and my wife was like, did you know this was happening today? I was like, no, I didn't. I would be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. I'm worried about getting coronavirus. <laughs> so, so yeah, that like. Um, but you would have risked it. I well, would. This was well, the drive-in. Right? Yeah, it was, so, yeah, everybody that, was in their cars. Right, so, so, yeah, I absolutely yeah. would have risked it. Yeah, I would have, I would have yeah. risked the biscuit for sure yeah. on that one. Um, what if it wasn't in the car? If it wasn't in the car, I would have had a really sad time, like, trying to justify that. Yeah, Um, that's true. Just my living situation (laughs) is not, like... Yeah. If I lived alone, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Although that, that in in turn, is uh, kind of selfish, too. But, like, I... I know what you mean. I would have thought about it. For sure would have thought about it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's too funny. Um, But, yeah, I'm thinking that's where, where I would land. And where I would place them, like, Flying Lotus, Thundercat where they would transition like do I really want one before the other or do I want it to be vice versa I just think like it would be a cool finisher to have Flying Lotus with all his visual stuff he's like pretty much got his Mac up there and a microphone because he does do some rap I think when he's up there Mm -hmm. and he he has like a man it's like a bunch of screens like in different shapes but most of the time it's like a big Hmm. like box he's in and stuff, the first front screen might be, like, an image at first. Oh, and it's like it'll a become, visual, like... 
Yeah, it'll been... become like translucent, and then the back screen will be playing something, and then there's like a theater screen behind the entire show that will like huh. light up, and then the fucking lights will start going off, and then they'll <laughs> fucking roll out the fog machines and do all that stuff, and they'll be playing stuff off the fog over the audience. Oh, like, that's always cool. They did yeah. like a fucking face out there. I was Dang, like, oh my god, I'm like, glad <laughs> I'm not on drugs. I know you'd be tripping out. <laughs> I was like, not oh been god. good. I see the face of God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the face of somebody. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, that that would be cool. I'm mostly struggling to come up with another artist after that. Well, so. okay, so that surprised me because I was eighty percent sure your your main actor is going to be the Strokes. That I would have, oh, been I really I really did think about it because yeah. that's another band that I haven't yeah. seen. So if I could do this again, I would probably have um, the Strokes and Punch Brothers in one. Con- that would definitely be at the Hollywood Bowl for sure. Um, for sure. But, you know, I can't think of like four really good acoustic bands that I would really like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and did the Strokes even belong? Like, yeah, I, I, I initially thought about that, but I think I think it would be a really cool show to see the the first four people. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. It's your show, man. It's your custom yeah. Coachella. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with yeah. that. I, I hope I didn't I take say too I was long. A little more familiar with a lot of the artists he chose, but like you have talked to me about these artists, so I'm I'm familiar in that mm. in that regard. Yeah, music is like super personal for me in the way of like when i share an artist i don't really expect anybody to like listen to it yeah i mean it's the same with me yeah and that, I, I that's that's sure. just the way it is yeah. i mean like it's i like it and it's good for me and i'm not alone because yeah. they're selling the venue out exactly. you know like yeah. uh, you know i'm not crazy or anything this dude's <laughs> talented and i like the music and it's just like people around me have very eclectic taste yeah. And that's just kind of uh, the way it is. And yeah. just ex- respect our differences. Uh, music's never been more wide and varied than it is now. It's, Jeez, it's, yeah. yeah. It's like everyone knows their own private esoteric artist that no one else has heard of. You can really point. get lost in, in oh, there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for sharing. And Tom, it sounds like you have a list as well. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Now, so. I, I just want to make sure you can't bring anyone back from the dead. No, you Was can. that a parameter? No, no, That's you what cannot. I said. I Did said you, you can. I could at the very beginning. I said you can pick anyone, whether they're still alive okay. or together I or that not. Part. Would that change yeah. anything for you? Um, I was having struggles, like wanting to bring this, someone back from the dead. This entire time, was more I like was thinking, moral. like, well, I can't have them to be the lead because they're so old now; they don't sound good anymore. Yeah, oh, are no, they? No, are they zombies or this is, no, no, no. If you brought them back, it's pulled from the prime. You know what I mean? You're taking them. You're you're bringing them back from time and you're. In your own telephone booth, okay. like Bill and Ted. Well, now I'm going okay. to <laughs> I'm gonna have to have two answers you know. now because I I just built three out of my four off these other parameters. Yeah, and now I got to you. Oh go yeah, ahead. oh you yeah. At the yours. very beginning, that's what I said. Yeah, those okay. are the parameters. I don't so. think it changes anything for no. me. Yeah. Uh, it would be really difficult for me to try to think of dead people. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't listen to a lot of dead people. Well, because if I didn't have that, then I can't have my favorite band in the whole world. Which I'm just gonna already gonna say it. My, my the main event's gonna be the Beatles. There for it is sure. on the arm. Yeah, that, it's right yeah, there. That, if that's the Beatles, for sure. Yeah. yeah. If again, if if we can bring people back from the dead uh-huh. and have them play in their prime, and we're trying to build the biggest like show ever made, then yeah. yes, like that's yeah, that, that's obvious answer. A. Yeah. 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 It's like and Michael Jackson. Yeah. And probably. Then I was gonna say yeah. and then Michael Jackson. Yeah. So that's what. Okay. So. Consistency is out the fucking window. Okay, <laughs> on mine, there's not going to be nothing. There's oh, not we're just getting big set. names in yeah. here. Oh, it's because, yeah. like, I would want to pick. Okay, well, first of all, let me set the venue. I think I would have to pick somewhere, like, probably if I did pick a major city, it would probably be L.A. Probably the the L.A. Bowl, right? Okay, um, but is that where the Rams I, play? I mean, no. Is I mean, I'm Coliseum? sorry, not, not the uh, the. Um, uh, yeah, at the Coliseum. Okay, uh, but 
I was also thinking, like, to have something so huge, to have, a, like, as many people who want to come to this concert can come, it's got to be some type of big field or desert or something like that. You know what I mean? Almost like Woodstock style. Yeah. Where it was just, like, a giant, you know, thing where you could just come and... and totally. You know what I mean? So, because, you could like... go out to Indio. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, somewhere like Stage there. Stagecoach style. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, somewhere where... Coachella. Actual like, Coachella. Actual Coachella, where, like... It's not going to be limiting because, like, I know the bands I'm going to pick. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to want to come to see them, especially since they're not, you know, some aren't alive and some aren't together. You know, yeah. What I mean? if like, you're back Michael Jackson's the alive. Dead, I have to go yeah, see this. I know, right? yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't even like that fool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so honestly, I feel like I want to pick people who I feel like were innovative in their own genre of music, like sure. ones were that were just at the top that that kind of changed the game of okay. stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. The first one would be Michael Jackson. No, okay. no, actually, no, I'm sorry. That's not the first opening act. The first opening act, actually, I would bring back NWA, right? Okay, for yeah, sure. Nice. I feel yeah. like, yeah, I feel like they, sure. you know, in that genre of gangster rap and, man, I grew up on that stuff, too. So I would bring NWA. That's NWA, a pretty hype opener, for sure. Yeah, That's right? I want, hype. like, something where people are just like, oh, my God. It's also going to change know, like, drastically. Yes, it will. Here. Oh, my God. Just wait till you hear <laughs> the rest two. of it. So, okay. so from there, I want to kind of keep it going, right? I want to keep this high energy going. So then it would be Michael Jackson. Right? Yeah. And he would do his thing, right? You know what I mean? It's very different high energy. He said up it's front, a, it's going to lose cohesiveness. Oh, yeah. There's I no said cohesiveness here. is out the fucking window. Yeah. No consistency to whatever. Yeah. The people the people trying to get to the front shift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're probably going to see this weird wave in the audience, you know, like when these people now, they're going to go to the front. Uh, so NWA, then Michael Jackson, then, then the third one, right? I want to kind of mellow it out a little bit. I would bring back Bob Marley. That's right? cool. That's cool. Yeah, so that's I would cool. bring Bob Marley back because I, I would want that, like, you chill know, his vibes. music is very, yeah, you know what I mean? Because then I want it to start getting more chill instead of, like, that all high energy where everyone's like, ah, you know. It's like something everybody can listen to. I feel exactly. Like they, everyone yeah. would probably listen like, to, sing like along. Like Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. They, they relax. And then that's why, because yeah. I would have Bob Marley and then the Beatles. Because yeah. the Beatles do have a little bit. Uh, more of a range of like this is like high energy a little bit and mellow and like good vibes you know what i mean they kind of have it all mm-hmm. i feel like and i feel like that's the best way to end that concert <clears throat> so there it is <laughs> nice man that's, yeah i mean yeah. yeah i feel like you cheated but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i did think i was thinking about it though if i had if i couldn't yeah, bring back, be, like, people, yeah. yeah i would probably start off with probably someone like eminem Right. Yeah, sure. He's a great and, choice. Uh, and then, uh, or no, I'm sorry. No, actually, do, are you guys familiar with DeAnt Word? No, I'm not. So uh, it rings a bell, I guess. Yeah, I think they're like a South African, like uh, I don't even know how to describe the music. It's kind of like, it's kind of like techno rap. Like they're very like vulgar and like there's it's a uh it's a it's basically three people in the band they have like a dj and then they okay. have the one guy ninja and then um and then uh yolandi is like this she's like a small like really small petite girl but they both rap right sure and um have you guys ever seen the movie i don't think i don't know if will's ever seen it. have you ever seen the movie chappy no oh okay i'm so a bad the, person to ask that question oh really? yeah i, I have I, I not will i have not seen most movies my oh, really? one of my best friends will sit me down to watch he's like dude come on just fucking watch this watch these marvel movies damn it you're gonna love them <laughs> yeah he was right and he was right. yeah <laughs> That's dude hilarious. so like if you if you ever get a chance to uh there's a movie called chappy or just look up the the band d antword it's d-i-e-a-n-t-w-o-o-r-d 
right? Okay. They use a lot of South African slang in there, and it's sometimes it's kind of hard because they have an accent to, sure. to like understand exactly what they're saying. But it, I like the music, so it would start off with them, then Eminem, then this is where I, you know, get in a little bit of trouble uh, trying to, you know, like pick someone who's not, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't listen. That's the thing. That's the difference I think between me and you guys is like I don't listen to a lot of new music. Oh, like okay. A lot of the music I listen to are, are is definitely older. Yeah, like I try to stuff. listen to as much new music as I can because there's always so much of it. And like, well, what if I? For sure. Yeah, it's like there's so much here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what's where's there's got to be good stuff in here. I'm just like mm-hmm. rummaging through this barrel of garbage, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I couldn't really think of like the third opening act. But I do know then who I would have at the end would be Paul McCartney. Okay. Yeah, that would definitely. Oh yeah. If they were all yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, exactly, so yeah. If I had to pick that. Okay, interesting. Oh, man, um, DMX would have been a good fit right there, but he just mm. he just passed mm-hmm. away, <laughs> so that's, that, that that don't count. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. Um, the roller coaster you put me on with uh, right. with Bob Marley, Michael. J- <laughs> just that, that was the roller coaster. It, it was sure. like it was like the drop out front, and then you know it pick, <laughs> it picks me back up to like mid level energy at the end. I'm like, yeah, I like this. I think I think this would be a volatile concert for my emotions. It would. You yeah. know, one thing <laughs> I thought about when I was putting this concert together in my head was, I wondered what would happen in this crowd. I always wondered like. Would this be a crowd that would be at odds with each other? Would people start to kind of maybe not be violent to each other, but maybe not mesh well? Or would it or would they ultimately probably be like, you know, because I know like you have like NWA, right? I don't know if a lot of people who listen to NWA are really into NWA listen to a lot of Michael Jackson, let's say. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, so I always wondered about that. I kind of feel like in the end, I think everyone would just be chill. You know what I mean? That's why I did like the Bob Marley Beatle thing at the end because I think everyone kind of, you know. I like, mean, by the end of the Beatles concert, everyone's going to be in fucking tears because that's what the Beatles do to you. Yeah, like, yeah I know. Yeah, yes. right. Like, yeah, even but, the most hardcore gangsters <laughs> who are listening yes, to Everyone's going to be crying. Everyone's going to be happy. Everyone's going to feel like they had a spiritual moment yeah. and like become a better person the next yeah, day. Yeah. You have like co- the Coachella lineup is usually like way all over the place. It you is. Know? Like, it so, is. But there's multiple stages. In right. Yeah, so I figure it would be something like that where it's yeah. like, okay, like and it's NWA is over. The, the crowd's going to switch out pretty much. Yeah. Like now you're going to have the new crowd up here that's into what is on the stage. Plus you have two blazers. Like, and by that, I mean like in, when people listen to MWA, they're going to blaze up. They're going to smoke their weed. They're going to do all that stuff. It'll probably calm them down. And then, and then Michael Jackson, their weed's going to wear off a little bit. The high's going to go away. And then Bob Marley comes and you're going to be gonna smoking smoke a lot again. again. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, that's what's going to happen. You know, smoking like, a lot again. You, you can't, you can't listen to Bob Marley and then not smoke. Right. You know? You're gonna be in the area, like you're yeah. going to be. Yeah. You're going to be high. Even yeah, even if you don't smoke, you're right. You're just gonna get all this contact high, with all this like cloud of marijuana smoke. Yeah. Even outdoors, if you're if you're in the Coliseum or like even that, if you're at a Bob Marley show, you're gonna need a gas mask if you're trying yeah. to stay sober true there. That, true that, man, dude. Uh, I'm really interested are we, to hear about. Well, now. okay, let me get the first one out of the okay. way, which is like obviously if I can bring people back from the dead. Um, I, I got know, three the, of these for sure. I'm, I'm leaving the Beatles out just because he already used the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm trying to figure out who Act Two and Three. I got Act One and I got Act the main act, and I know one of Two and Three. I just don't know where I'm going to put them depending on. Um, no, okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. So we're opening with In Their Prime, 
ACDC. Okay, oh, nice. It's, oh, man. It's going to okay. get the crowd so That pumped. would be pretty good, yeah. yeah. And I've never seen ACDC live. I've never had the chance or, or had the money to really go do it because their concerts are stupid expensive. Yeah. And now they're retired. But um, I've seen some amazing tribute bands, and nothing gets a crowd hyped. Not dead, just retired, right? Retired, yeah. yeah. Not okay, dead, okay. Just, um, I don't know the status of I know the, Malcolm, the, the Malcolm members Young, of ACDC. Malcolm Young passed. I think the singer Brian Johnson is he threw out his voice. Still, he can't sing anymore. Yeah, I don't think did did he pass? That's kind of sad. I yeah. thought they were oh, okay. And I'm and wrong. okay, since we're bringing people back to life, we're doing a Bon Scott slash Brian Johnson duo. Like both of them are the voices of ACDC. They both deserve a slot. Oh, um, so you would Bon Scott's being brought back to life. Brian Johnson has his voice back, and we're gonna do. Like they're gonna sing together. They're gonna sing some of each other's songs. It's gonna be great. That would um, be awesome. Followed by uh, Queen. Oh, <laughs> that would be good. Queen, Queen okay, throws an amazing yeah, show, see. and they might not be as like heavy as ACDC, but they're just as hype. And talk about a band that was innovative in their field. Like oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, Queen. Yeah. Again, yeah. this I'm, is cheating. This is yeah, all yeah. cheating. This, I just want everyone to know. Like, yeah, because if we can bring if we can bring Freddie back to life, then I, I'm yeah, gonna bump. Right. I'm gonna bump my bottom. Yeah, my, exactly. oh, yeah, my, yeah. my yeah. first opener so, up and end with Queen. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. I can't not <laughs> right. do that. Right. You mean you guys um, don't have this power to bring? It? No, <laughs> I thought everyone did. Follow yeah. following this. What's great about Queen is it can it can start hype and go mellow. It can start hype, go mellow, go hype again. You can mm-hmm. do all kinds yeah, of stuff with Queen music. And I would try and find a way to do the best transition that you could do from going from Queen to in their prime somewhere between Dark Side of the Moon and the wall Pink Floyd. Yeah. Which is going to, everyone's going to have a fucking psychedelic experience. Wait, this was your... This is number three, Pink Floyd. Okay, okay. So you have one... ACDC to Queen to Pink Floyd. Oh, to Pink Floyd. And Pink Floyd's going to throw on a whole thing. It's going to be so amazing. People will think that's the final act. Until they hear Jimmy Page walk out. Oh. And we're getting Zeppelin as the final oh, act here. Man. But I mean, in their prime Zeppelin. And in their prime Zeppelin live is a very narrow window. Because, like, th- at the beginning, they hadn't quite figured out their live performance yet. And by the end, they were really sloppy. But there's this real sliver of time where it was just so fucking perfect and immaculate. And that's the Zep show that we're getting at the end. So, that's, like the, so that's the sun. I know, the I look like my just, right. just right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's my cheating answer. We're moving on. <laughs> More like dead Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Sorry. Um, so but this entire time before, I, f- I found out that we could bring the dead back to life. Um, even though you said it, I just didn't hear it. Um I, I decided I wanted to go more personal and less trying to make the hype of show ever. And I wanted to go... More metal, but also more like the kind of metal that I listen to, which is not the same metal that a lot of metalheads listen to. Um, and I wanted to do an opening of Tenacious D. That's cool. Yes. Oh, that Tenacious would be Tenacious D is going to open. Be... Uh, Dave, which means Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters is playing the drums. And I want to kind of meld this because uh, Dave Grohl also has his own like little side project he did once called Probot, where he does like... A lot of different What the fuck metal doesn't styles. Dave Grohl do? I know, right? <laughs> he does everything. But there's a song with him and Jack Black where it's in the Black Sabbath style, and it's called uh, I Am the Warlock, and it's fucking oh, yeah. incredible. I think you had I me listen to that. I'm going to look that up. Oh, I yeah. I, I Am the that. Warlock is one of my favorite metal songs of all time. Um, We're allowed also, to play 15 seconds of anything we want before yeah. we get copyrighted. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Um um So that's going to be the beginning. And then we're going to slide into a band that I absolutely adore. From the bottom of my heart, I listen to all their albums, I listen to all their songs, and most people think they're a joke or a gimmick or whatever, but I truly think they're phenomenal. They're from Japan, 
and it's a group. It's oh. an act called Baby Metal. Oh, yeah. yeah. This You've shown me Baby Metal. It's so incredible. They mix J-pop with death metal. The musicians are all top-notch. These, these girls put on the performance of their lifetime, and it's this weird blend of happy and bubbly but also fucking heavy and i absolutely love yeah, it and skulls and stuff I, yes. I would i would see the show yes. i would see oh, them yeah. if i got the it's, chance it's not for everybody let i me, get it it is the most I'm, wild yeah, thing i'm not putting on their seen. music yeah. but i yeah. i would oh, go see oh, this no. let me interject let me just interject here real quick yeah. will introduced me to baby metal yeah. and i had no <laughs> clue when he when he told me what this was i was like what is this bullshit like i like is he going to let me hear whatever this is i heard one song and i was hooked and I immediately put everything baby metal into my random shuffle on my Spotify. <laughs> I then went to my wife and I told her, hey, babe, Will told me about this stuff. It's called baby metal. She's like, what's that? And I said, no, listen to this. <laughs> and I played one song. And now in her Spotify, mm-hmm. she has everything baby, baby metal in her random shuffle too. Hell like, yeah. yeah. That's right. It, 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 I need to implore everyone listening right now, just go look it up. Go yeah, I'd give it a shot. Spotify, yeah, just check it out. Yeah, it's like nothing you've ever heard before. Most of you won't like it, but the ones who do, you're going to love mm-hmm. it. I would even um, say YouTube it because the visuals. Oh, that the they, visuals yeah, are a big part exactly. of it. That's yeah. why I would, I would definitely like, uh, you know, it, I listen to the music and that is cool for sure. But the show but is the such sh- a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, everything together, seeing that live, that would bring me to to their concert if yeah. they if I had the chance. Somebody's like, here's a baby metal ticket, I'd be like, yeah. fuck yeah. You would go almost more for the spectacle than the actual music. I, I go for see both. Sure. Like yeah. they're yeah. so interlinked. Yeah. But yeah, like with the opportunity, like I would definitely, definitely do that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so this brings <clears throat> me to Act Three, um, which is another weird one like Baby Metal. And it's again, there's a lot of like quote unquote legit metal bands that I adore and love to the end of time, but there's something about these more gimmicky like uh, maybe gimmicks is not the right word. I just think it's like it's creative. Like you could do all kinds of things with metal. Like let's get silly with it too. And there was an animated show called Metalocalypse. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. It was it was created, written, and all the music was composed by a guy named Brendan Smalls. This dude is so fucking talented. It's ridiculous. And um, basically, it's like it's a type of death metal, but it's got its own flavor. And it's over the top. It, it'll make you laugh, but it'll also it'll give you that, that aggressive feeling that metal gives you that, you know, we all love, pumps you up. <laughs> it's a funny show. And um, he has done tours live with, with this music. He, he'll hire a band to do all the parts because he, he does all the parts in the It's recording. like a Trent Reznor thing. It's like a Trent Reznor yeah. thing. Yes, exactly. And so I would definitely follow this up. I, I think I would call it, I would have the, the artist be the artist from the show Metalocalypse, which is Death Clock. So rather than it just be Brendan Smalls, which doesn't yeah. sound impressive, it would be Death Clock. So we, mm-hmm. we're looking at Tenacious D to Baby Metal to Death Clock. And then finally, I think you guys both know me. You know what my answer is going to be. If I'm putting on a metal show, the head act, who I think is the greatest metal band to ever exist, bar none. And I think there's greats out there. Um, Megadeth, without a doubt. Oh, I was Megadeth, wondering, like, yeah. is it going to come up? Yeah, because Megadeth. it didn't come up yet. I think if you like, <laughs> if you like metal, if you like... Thrash metal specifically. If, for instance, like, if do you like Metallica? You probably do. Most people like yeah. Metallica. Um, if you like Metallica, go give Megadeth a listen because there are aspects to Megadeth that I think blow Metallica out of the water. And I love Metallica. I think they're great. They're just but, a gateway drug, though. Yeah, they're a Megadeth. gateway drug to metal <laughs> in general. Yeah. But uh, but I think Megadeth, Megadeth really just hits me where I live. There's something about the mixture of truly like heavy, groundbreakingly technical music, like mixed with 
lyrics that will that will resonate with you that will that will make you think that will like they're lyrics that are are deep enough to the point where like we're talking about real emotions real experiences and stuff and that's where metal can fail a lot of times is a lot of times metal will be either about more fantastical stuff or it won't really be about anything but just brutality mm. and heaviness yeah i like, i, Megadeth, I find myself there with metal when i go yes. to explore i'm like right. i don't know it, it, it can be hard to sift through it and the thing is like that type of metal has its value too and i listen to that type of metal all the time but it's for me it's it's lesser the, than when it comes to like measuring up to metal that has like really good lyrics like Ozzy Osbourne or a Megadeth. Yeah, metal's so, more focused on like the musicality of it. It right? really yeah. is. Like yeah, the which, best metal is like when you have more range of than of just emotion. The, uh, yeah, yeah than just, that's the thing is I do want range of emotion when it comes to my metal. If you're bringing good lyrics to the to the forefront yeah. with the musicality, yeah. and then sure, and Dave Mustaine, yeah. man, he's a master lyricist, a master musician. Love Megadeth. Love metal. Really hard to come by for me is like lyrics. You know, Will knows is like yeah. lyrics are a huge challenge for me. Yes. They so are. Uh, you know, a lot of it just comes off sounding so cheap and fragile to me. <laughs> yes, so, absolutely. No, I, I agree with you. I agree lyrics, with you. Yeah. I like to stick to it. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I like Coldplay lyrics, but I like Coldplay like songs them. more than Coldplay. Yes, like, I, can, I can see what you mean. <laughs> I, get, yeah. I don't know. Cold, I have a really complicated. Experience I know you now. do. I know you do. We've talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you guys something real quick. Do you guys when let's say if you, when you're listening to something new, right, or mm-hmm. whatever. Do you guys go and you first listen to the lyrics? Like, do you try to listen to a song and be like, oh, what are these lyrics saying? Or do you listen to the song first and think, how does this song sound? Like, mm. whether it just be the, the instruments or instrumentals or the, the music, you know, other than Do you want to go first? Yeah, because um, my answer is, like, super duper simple, but also, yeah. like, it mm-hmm. is confusing me. But um, I almost can't hear the lyrics the first time I hear a song. Mm-hmm. It I'm hearing words for sure, and I'm hearing like oh, okay. consonants and the flow of the rhythm of the the words coming out and like how they're dropping. So, uh, but it's all sound. It's all sound. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I get bombarded and overwhelmed by music to the point where I like I can't like re- I would have to shut that part of my brain off and only listen to what you're saying and process that to understand the lyrics. So right. yeah. I listen to an album. I'm like, what are these songs really about? And I did this with an <laughs> album that I listened to in high school, and I went back and listened to it, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, these songs are fucking wild. <laughs> like, they're yeah. telling me to kill people. Like, <laughs> like, what if I didn't know? It's the a, opposite. They're telling me to go find God. Oh, like, okay. stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. wow. It really, oh, you're talking about the. I'm talking about thrice. thrice yeah. it, oh. it really was baked in there the whole time, oh, and yeah, I never yeah. knew. Yeah, like, you'll, you'll see bands like that. Yeah, like, like some of it is too obvious, and the song is so. When a song is so good. I, I want to know the lyrics. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, songs that I'm like, I love putting this jam on. Hell yeah, let's bop. And I'm like, listening to it, like, that's, you know, I never, what was that thing you just said? Oh, man. Because <laughs> that's, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm similar in that regard, right? Because I don't hear the lyrics first. I, I am automatically just hear what just the whole thing sounds like. And the lyrics don't pop out to me. It's part of the music sound, mm-hmm. like the cadence of it and the flow, yeah, right? Yeah, I get that. Be- and because I don't listen to a lot of new music, it's very hard for me to like anything new when I hear it. But most recently was this band called St. Vincent. I, oh, I yeah, saw okay. them on Saturday Night Live. Oh, cool. And I was like, and I have no clue. If you ask me what my favorite song of there is, I can't tell you. And I can't tell you what any of the songs sing about. I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> I just know that when I heard their sound, I was like, Oh, I, I like that. You know what I mean? So now that's the newest band I, I, I like. Cool, know I mean? man. But that's good. What, what about you, Will? You uh, for me, I mean, lyrics are very important for me. Um, and when I first hear a song, like, I am listening to the lyrics to, like, oh, what are they talking about? Oh, okay. I, I, 
between like the vibe of the song and the amount of lyrics I'm able to process because this is my first time, I can like piece together like what they're going for, what they're trying to say, and that can be a big swear of whether I like the song or not. But I think the most important thing that I tend to listen to on my first listen through is the the contrast of melody and harmony. And a lot of times, like you listen to enough music, it's very easy to predict the next thing they're going to oh, do, yeah. how the chorus yeah, is going to sound, have, like you know what chords are repeating, being used. Yeah. yeah. But when someone can do something that fits within the rules but goes in an unexpected direction, that always yeah, puts a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, I didn't yeah, expect that. Like, oh, this sounds great. Like, it's like the twist oh, what in a the cool movie. way you could have put yeah. that together. Yeah. So. That's probably the biggest part of it, but but yeah, in the end, lyrics are super important to me. Like, there's a band who is extremely talented, has nothing but my utmost respect. Um, that I do not like their music, and it's because their lyrics they have a they have a lyrical philosophy where the idea is our songs aren't actually about anything. We just try and choose words that are pleasing to the ear and parse them together in a way that almost makes sense but doesn't actually say anything. And that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh okay. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. their thing. That's what yeah. they do. And, like, totally respect that. <laughs> think it's super creative. I think it's awesome. I just can't get into their music because it's not about anything. And it yeah. just drives me crazy. They sneak thematic things in there. Yes, but it's it'll not be like, thematic, yeah. but it's not actually about anything. You're and right. It drives my brain crazy. because Especially I'm, their older stuff, man. Yeah, especially their uh, older stuff. But it drives my brain crazy because I'm trying to form patterns, but there's nothing but to nothing put that, together. Yeah. And it just makes me mad. I think that's why I stopped listening to them because yeah. I listened to them for a long time. And then I just, like, I'll put it on every once in a while. Like, the Stadium Arcadium album. Yeah. Like, that is a masterpiece of it a is. record. But, yes. like... I don't give a fuck about any of these songs. Right, and, and exactly. The lyrics, they're so how easy. How can I care yeah. when it's not about anything? The lyrics are so easy to hear on a Red Hot Chili Pepper yeah, song, too. It's exactly. like, what's that guy's name? Anthony something. But Kiedis? Is it Anthony uh, Kiedis? Singer? Yeah. yeah like, I, I know the guitar player's name, but not him. He he super bombs on the microphone. Like you, He's the mix. He's right up front. He's super clear. I can't get away from the lyrics from Red Hot <laughs> no, Chili Pepper songs. No, you can't. You can't. So, yeah, so, yeah like, when when you hear Californication, you know, I know all the words of that song. Yeah. I don't want to know all the words of that but song. But you do. Like, but I have to. Th- there, is, there is a <laughs> masterfulness to how they lyrically, like, craft it. Sure. And yet, at the same yeah. time, it lack, it's so lacking in meaning that it drives me insane. <laughs> yeah, the music is good enough to, like, right. uh, there there are Chili Pepper songs I will turn on, and it's none of the ones you, that people probably think they are. Yes. Ah, I see. <clears> yeah. So... Let us go over. This is going to be the most historical music event in history. Okay. It's a three-day event. On Friday, we have... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, who are you guys uh, again? Okay. Oh, yeah. We have... Um... Well, now I, now I don't want the first guy I picked anymore. <laughs> because you can bring people back from the dead. Yeah. Well... I think I would just, you know, just fuck it. I'm gonna. I don't know where the Strokes are from. Are they from El? Is Andy it does. No, they're, they're from New York. York. Yeah, yeah, that's York. right. I yeah. did know that. I don't know why I said that. Um, because uh, they're they're a lot about fashion and stuff. Like, I, I really want, I really want this Los Angeles thing to click. But yeah, let's just fucking replace that first Emancipator with who I do love. What? Oh, if I'm gonna do that, you hmm. want to slide people down rather than replace <laughs> than plug in. I think we're gonna open up with Incubus. Okay. Nice. We're gonna open up on Incubus Friday. On opening Friday. Incubus. I'm gonna open with the double. Play- the double platinum incubus yeah. <laughs> um, uh, on on Saturday. No, 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 no. no. I'm you're, Saturday. You're Friday. Friday. Oh, this is yeah. our. Oh, this is going to oh, be I the see. biggest, Welcome most historical. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and go incubus. Then the Strokes. Then I'm going to go flying. My flying Lotus Emancipator finisher that okay. I haven't in my. Uh, sorry, I said Emancipator again. Flying Lotus Thundercat. 
that that switch off. Okay. All of that on Friday and on Saturday we have NWA opening <laughs> with <laughs> Michael Jackson, then Bob Marley and the Beatles. And on Sunday, <laughs> so iconic. I mean, I'm going with my second one. I'm not yeah, going with my cheat, my cheat one. So we're opening with Tenacious D to Baby Metal to Death Clock to Megadeth. Dude, could you imagine? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Breaking news, a new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. Smaug, Puff, Mushu, Falcor. For the general public, those may be the names that come into mind when someone mentions the word dragon. However, for fans of Dungeons and Dragons, these ancient and powerful beings are much different than their more mainstream counterparts. In the world of D&D, dragons possess incredible intelligence, strength, and magical abilities that rival even the most powerful of wizards. Some align themselves with the side of good, while others are downright evil and cunning making them a threat of the highest level should they turn their gaze upon you, or anyone for that matter. But what if these draconian beings were real? How would they affect our world, our way of life? Let our two adventurers, Tom and Brian, roll initiative for our Dungeon Master Will as we play out this campaign. And we're back. Indeed we are. Back again. uh... Today I have a question. I figured when you have the Dungeon Cast on your podcast, how can you not ask a D&D related question? Mm-hmm. So, sure. my question is this. What if dragons actually existed? Ooh. And let me set some parameters it's for those up. of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I say dragons, I do mean Dungeons and Dragons dragons in which these are beings that live for thousands of years. They are hyper-intelligent to the point of being, like, geniuses on the regular, with the exception of certain types of dragons. Um, They are capable of magic on the level of a master wizard, um, which is like, uh, if we're doing this in Harry Potter's terms, like, you're you're an ancient ancient dragon is not only a fucking ancient dragon, but they're also Dumbledore at the same time. Oh, yes. Um, Obviously, the younger ones... You know, it, it scales in power as they get older. Um, they have magical breath powers. Uh, some have fire, but there's many others. There's ice, there's lightning, there's poison gas, there's acid. It depends on your type. Um, there's also a divide in D&D dragons um, between chromatic dragons and metallic dragons. Generally speaking, chromatic dragons are very much evil, domineering, like trying to take over the world type stuff. Metallic dragons ride anywhere from more neutral to actually like good it tries to fight for the benefit of uh the quote-unquote lesser races they're called that because they're literally made out of metal and the other ones are colored they're not literally made out of metal oh. but um but yes oh, they silver like gold they're... bronze oh, okay. brass copper and then the chromatics are black white green red and blue oh, okay. don't they have like metal <clears throat> incorporations though like some of them their scales look like they're made of metal yeah like, like don't they even like green like the copper ones yes have exactly so yes oh, okay. that's exactly right okay um especially as they get older that happens. yeah okay so now i have two other parameters I want to answer this question. What if they showed up right now? Like, what would happen? How would that go down? Like, 
what would be the long-term ramifications for that? Um, and then what if they had always existed in our history? Ooh, oh, like, okay. uh, like are- um, War of the Worlds, like the new world, Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. Sure, yeah, we could mm-hmm. go with that, where they were in hiding the whole time. They were just here yeah. always. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were just always here. Um, I open the floor to you guys. I'll speak probably after you guys are done talking. So me, with not knowing a lot from d and I'll probably have to need you guys' help. Sure. You can ask as many questions as you want. <clears throat> okay. Like, literally, that's what we do. It's pretty much between the two of us, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, okay, let's let's use the if they just showed up now. Okay. Right? Yeah, we'll start there. Because I really feel that I think we might be at a point in our history with our military where we might ask questions first before we just shoot. I would hope that we would do that. I, I don't know for sure. I'm like 50-50. Like, I don't want like, to piss off the government is, and do something about is, this dragon. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm saying like, well, because you guys said that they are hyper-intelligent. I'm assuming oh, yeah. that means they could communicate with us. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I would hope that our government would be smart enough now to the point where before we just go and see, oh, big scary dragon, let's go shoot it. Because I don't think our our military could withstand these dragons. Well, are, wait, is it like one dragon or how many dragons? Show let's up? say, and are a, they the benevolent, more benevolent let's ones? Let's say they, a dimensional portal shows up and fifty chromatic dragons, fifty ranging Look. from young to maybe one or two ancients, okay, pours through, and then maybe a week later, a portal chasing these dragons. <clears throat> A group of, we'll say, twenty-five metallic dragons, ranging from young to adult, show up later. So, so for you, Tom, the younger a dragon is, the less powerful it is. Yes. So yeah, okay. with age and Dungeons and Dragons, you become much more powerful. So an ancient dragon, like a thousand years plus, very, very strong. Mm-hmm. A young dragon, though, you can't like wrestle it to death, but you know, no, you might be able to shoot it like weapons. the size of a car and. Uh, Formidable for sure. Yeah. But you could oh, probably we'll shoot the three of us like that. Yeah, you would probably uh, shoot it to death though. Would our yeah. Conven- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, that's Absolutely. what I was gonna say. Would conventional military weapons be so, able to destroy? So here's yeah. the thing. Here, here's the thing. Ancient dragons or adult dragons, they have uh, resistances to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. That's all well and good. Uh, it just means half damage, right? Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, resist a fucking ballistic missile at your fucking chest. Like you're still going to take a massive amount of. Yeah, because ballistic missiles are strong. Yeah. It's still going to do half. Yeah, it's still going to do not half. Magic. It's just, it's just a big half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, here's a good. You, have you seen the Hobbit? Have you seen? Oh yeah. The, the smog like, is smog, a great yeah. touchstone for what a red dragon really is in D anD. d And how hard it is to kill one. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. See, because the bullshit those... they had to do to kill that thing was like. It took like two generations of dudes. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, and, and bazooka, they had to give it a weakness that yeah. a dragon would not probably. Have. I feel like if fifty of those dragons came from a portal right now, you know, obviously, first things first, you're going to hear the hugest. But the internet's probably going to be locked up and frozen because of all these people uploading videos from their phone uh, yeah, and everything yeah. and screaming and everything. But, My TikTok feed is just dragons coming out of the sky. Yeah, but I think it's going to be manic panic across the board on any country. Where is it going to be? Is this portal opening up in in? We'll United say States it opens like, up over... Yeah, fuck it. opens up over New York City. Yeah, we're okay. talking about New York. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going to say. We're talking about an alien invasion, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's an alien invasion. But if 50 of those chromatic dragons came out, I feel like it's 50-50, and I would hope to God that our military be smart enough to at least ask them, try to communicate with them first. Well, uh, let me tell you this. 
That would be the worst mistake we could make. Oh, it would yes, be. Yes, because the chromatics are smarter than us. Yeah, what are they going to do? They're going to go sit. They're yeah. going to go They're going to go to Wall Street well, and be like, give me all your stocks. <laughs> hold, hold on. You know what? You guys go ahead. I'll tell you how I think it'll go down afterwards. Okay. Well, because like this is the way I see it. I yeah. see that we're going to be enslaved by these dragons <laughs> because I don't think our military would be powerful enough. You said there's going to be two ancient, at least two yes. ancients. Yes. Now, again, I don't know the specifics, but I'm assuming these ancients probably can take even a nuke. Maybe? No, I don't think so. No, not a no. nuke. But no. see, the problem yeah. would be, I think our most powerful weapons that could destroy or hurt them would also dis- destroy a lot of our st- our I, lives, too. I agree with that. You know? it's, it's, um, like, you're going to do... There's going to be collateral. Yeah, like, exactly. Sure. Or, yes. and, like, and it's like how, you know, of course, no collateral should be ever acceptable, but how are you going to... Like, what type of collateral are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah, we're going to a greater good situation. Yeah, so if it is going to be that, I think um, it's going to be panic across the board. All governments are going to be it's it's going to they're going to be uh, what do they what do they call it uh, military takeover, uh, martial law. It's going to be martial law everywhere because you know what I mean. You can't do anything to the like our military. I don't think would be strong enough to probably stand up against these fifty you know dragons with at least two ancients. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I yeah. kind of feel like that. I don't think they would. What about you, Brian? Is do the dragons know that they're coming out the portal, or is it like, whoops, I'm in Earth? Oh, yeah, you know, I think like, it's more of a like they didn't come to here invade. to invade. Like, oh, okay, so they're not very knowledgeable about us either. I think it's more of a a weird timey wimey warp thing happened. Uh, oopsie! So uh, we probably have some time then before they figure out that they could be like, oh, all these are going to say serve me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if if they're if you're just going to dump fifty dragons on New York out of a bucket <laughs> and like. There's going to be mayhem, and the military is going to respond, but the smartest of those dragons are going to instantly shapeshift and assimilate. Yep. You got it. Yeah. That's exactly oh, what's going to Oh, they can happen. shapeshift. They're, they're, they're going to oh, I not, forgot about that. They're going to see the military respond, and some of the more aggressive, like, aggravated of the dragons, the yeah. younger ones, Basically, the, all your the whites lower and blacks levels. are going to get fucking annihilated. Yes. Your angry reds will cause so much destruction but they're going to get taken down too your green i think is and your green, blue is where you're going to have a lot of problems yeah. greens are uh, the socially most dangerous like possible in that why is as, that they are they are conniving oh. genius ambitious political um oh. like and greedy like All they their, will <laughs> they will infiltrate and they will rise to the upper echelon so an amalgamation society. of badness like, basically I, I, yeah. yeah well yeah let me that's another thing yeah i should have explained this to you you don't realize this when I say chromatics are evil, there is no monster in the monster manual that better embodies the seven sins than oh, wow. dragons. Oh, okay. They are prideful beyond all reason. Their arrogance borders on insanity. They are angry and wrathful. They do oh, not yeah. take insult. Kindly. So we're in trouble. They are greedy beyond <laughs> yeah. reckoning. It's not a good situation. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna CEO they it up gluttonous. and they're gonna they're gonna really wreck some shit. So it's pretty much what's happening trying now. To anyway, these dragons like there's not going to be one of those New York moments like, "Hey, yo, fuck you, dragon!" And then like, and then some, <laughs> and yeah, you know what I mean. And then people start start throwing their cans and bottles at it, and then everyone joins the. No, no. They, they would just all get destroyed. Yes, absolutely. I, right. I think well, I think it, yeah. a portion of them will be like treated as sacrificial lambs for the rest of the dragons to like. Let's take let's let's see what all this is about I and learn so, yeah. about these surroundings mm-hmm. and like yeah. where to go at. They need to find where the wealth. They're they are driven by greed in a lot of cases. Oh, they yeah. want more. They you know they want to hoard. It's yeah. like their whole bit is to yeah. get every single dragon, even the good ones. Even they the good all ones, want yeah. 
stuff. It's true. So they're gonna it's have true. they're gonna have a man. They're yeah. gonna have it. They're smart enough to yeah. get it. They can do magic. They can manipulate people mm-hmm. with magic and not just their pretty words and lies. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm thinking that's that's a bad situation. That like, hey, we killed all the dragons, right? Because I don't see any anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oops. Uh, yeah, didn't okay. though. Yeah. And now no one knows. <laughs> and yeah, I think the greens and the blues and the reds that can keep their cool. Those ones are going to infiltrate, and I think give it one or two hundred years, but they're they're going to be running everything, and no one will even know it. And the RBGs, but red, if you, blue, and greens, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think I think then there's going to be like weird draconic proxy wars that we as humans aren't even aware oh, of. Oh, yeah. So how? Okay, that's a question I was wondering about. How are these dragons together? Oh, they hate like, each other. Oh, so they yeah. do not yeah, work no, well. They no. they are solitary, like. Yeah. Each one wants their own. Yes. I think in the initial dump, they might. Some of them might band together. Oh yeah. To like make it happen. Like, but then, then they'll go their separate each ways. Each dragon thinks that they are the personification of perfection. Oh. And like, yeah, and like each one thinks they're more perfect than the other. Exactly. Okay. And like, and yeah, like <clears throat> they they're gonna power scale though. Th- there is a power scale though. So there's there's a bit of, of complexity to that. But um, they might not like each other. But guess what? Like their fellow dragons are much more close to perfection than anybody who isn't a dragon. So like there's camaraderie in that uh, regard, but yeah, yeah, I think I think the infiltration, the polymorphing and infiltration, and that leads to like if the if the good ones show up, I think the good ones are in so much fucking trouble because they are going to be way too trusting. They're going to try and help us. I think we're going to do terrible things to them, and I think the good ones are going to end up abandoning us. <clears throat> I don't know, oh wait, I think... the metallic ones are actually good. Yes. or I thought they were just kind of neutral. Like they well, could some be of them bad. Are neutral, most like golds and silvers are so damn good. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're like <clears throat> um, they're like the the disciples in the Bible. Like, yeah, supposed to like, be like that like kind of good. Almost. So you don't think there would be any type of a communication to where they will be like, no, we're here to help you. We're going to try to come. Yes. These. They're going to try and do that. And I think that our governments are going to exploit them. That. And oh. I think I, I just don't see it going well for the metallics. I feel like the silvers are really smart. Like the golds might be brazen to like go to do that, like yeah. heroically. I think the silvers would save us. I think they could yeah, realize what has happened yeah. and do the same sort of assimilation and try to like combat at the like guerrilla warfare like underground level. Yeah, as well. I can see that for sure. Yeah, like absolutely. the way that the these if they're if everyone's just going to become a CEO and try to have like a money or territory war, then like the silver dragons are probably going to be the ones that are going to lead that. Yeah. Um, they live for these guys live forever, right? So they can like, also shape shift and all that stuff. Yeah, shape shift. Yeah. What That's about my son now? Just kidding. It's still me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff like that. What about what about a like power level between? Let's say there's an ancient metallic and an ancient chromatic. It Is depends. There... So the most powerful. How do I say this? Okay, generally speaking, the most powerful dragon that there can be on the material plane is an ancient gold dragon. It outstrips the only... So that is a metallic. Yes, that is a metallic. The second would be an ancient red. And they're like neck and neck. Oh, yeah. Which is, that's an evil one. Then you have, uh, what is it, blue and silver are about neck and neck. And then it's bronze and green. I get confused there. Bronze, brass, copper. Yeah, it's bronze, green, (laughs) brass, black... Uh, copper, white. white. Yeah. I feel like a copper dragon would and white wreck is the, a white dragon. Oh, absolutely. Because white. So the thing about white dragons is they are they're the stupidest of all dragons. They're just rage <laughs> like monsters. They just have just average intelligence. Yeah. Like they're they're they tend to be more primal and barbaric. Yeah. They would um, die in the in the insurgents. Yeah. The initial. They, honestly, they would all just go to Antarctica and like say everyone leave us the fuck alone. Probably. 
Yeah. They look for uh, the cold spot somewhere. Yeah. They become the new super mega predator in uh, in Antarctica. Yeah. Well, they yeah. they would get hunted out. I think you could hunt them. Like figure it's it out. Hard to hunt in Antarctica though. That's a big ass continent with like no way to survive. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, that they're good. They can go into the ice. Uh, penguins are fucked. Let's just start there. Penguins yeah. are fucked. I think a lot of people would try to cut down. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know all those endangered species? Oops. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, gone. dragons. Yeah, that's uh, Any of them. Polar bears. Any of the They'll eat all the bears. Penguins. That's another thing that... Okay, so dra- a lot of bears dragons, especially full. ancient ones, have a huge effect on their environment. Yeah. Just by existing. Just so magic. Like, a blue dragon, like, wherever a blue dragon just chills, it's just always raining and storming all the time. Oh, yeah. wow. Lightning. So that's going to like, change the whole like, yeah, atmosphere. Exactly. So I'll definitely ruin your Indio yeah. concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like the desert. Um, the, so you'll hear like, and today we got a blue dragon warning. If you're not traveling, you might, you'll get yeah, something like exactly. that, right? Find your local bunker and stay there. <laughs> yeah. We think it's just passing overhead. But I do think, I don't think the dragons could openly be draconic in anything but short spurts before having to escape. Because I don't think even an ancient dragon can stand up to a full military uh, oh really? Okay. Like, so I think it would hold its own and do a lot of damage, but with all of its spells and and stuff. But like, one of the main things about dragons in D and D is they can fly, and that makes them a fucking nightmare to deal with because most of your dudes are stuck on the ground. But welcome to the modern age where we have an yeah, fucking have entire an fleet of jets and... that are going to come after your ass and fly faster than you and hit harder than you. Yeah, you don't like, even have to do that. You just launch the missiles at them or off that, the carrier yeah, ships exactly. or whatever. We have AI-run like... missiles that are going to home in on you, and there's nothing the dragon can do. Like, yeah. yeah, put up shield spills a few times, but you're going to run out You're going to get smacked yeah. eventually because the, the amount of firepower the U.S. alone harbors exactly. is enough. I'm imagining, to, yeah. like, an Independence Day, like... You know, light the fires and kick the tires situation. You know what I mean? When then they go up there and like, yeah, yeah. So but pretty much that. Yeah, I think I think they would be forced to assimilate themselves into the culture, and, and like, ultimately that makes them way more dangerous. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Once they start doing that, because you may never know, and they're going to be messing with you on a level where you just won't even find out. Yeah, the, exactly. the, other, the other thing we're not discussing is like one of the the biggest resource grabs that happens after this initial dragon incursion is the parts of the dragon. You've got magical oh, pieces of magical yeah. beasts yeah. just laying around. And that does raise a question: like, can can dragons do magic when they get here? And if oh, the yeah. answer is yes, say, yeah. that means that their body parts are magical. That's a very deep question. We're now, introducing, is, we're now introducing magic into our world. We got Penn and Teller, but are they bringing the weave with them? <laughs> like, like, so yeah. what do you mean about like is is there something about these dragons body parts that you can use in Dungeons and Dragons that has magic to them? Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, know anything. I don't know this skin, part of their it. teeth, yeah. anything, any the, part of them. Huge oh, loot. Yeah. When you kill a monster, you're gonna want to like strip it for its like medical and magical yeah. properties. Yeah. So, so for example, if I were to get like let's say right outside your house, Brian, right? The, sure. they, they kill a dragon. Mm-hmm. They Tight. actually kill a red dragon. <laughs> Tight. Right? Yeah. Okay, and there's and I grab a fang. What, what can I do with that? You burn the fuck out of your hand, probably. Like, ah, oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. Like, if you were able to get like, your hands on one. The dragon bone itself would just be a super durable uh, and damaging, like, substance to make a weapon out of. But I'm thinking, like, their skin, like... Or, like, their scale or something? Yeah, like, if, what you, would you... if you skin a dragon, let's say you skin, I don't know, a red dragon, right? That skin is naturally super resistant to heat. Oh. Like, you could build okay. whole suits of armor or or outfits that would be able to go into volcanoes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Tom, I think you're a great smart guy, but like I don't think you have like a, a military grade science facility in your house that can like try to start replicating these items. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think. Yeah, yeah it's not, your layman's be, not going to be able to do much yeah. with it. 
Governments or are so you doing know, Brian. Yeah. I actually <laughs> do. No, just, yeah. Or so I think. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that if you were, if you played your cards correctly and kind of kept it on the low key, you could be a very rich man afterwards. And like, mm. you know, we don't cover this stuff in D and D because like technology doesn't really exist in D and D. But like, magic is an energy. It has a signature. Like, I would not be surprised if we're like we're getting crazy readings off of blah 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 of like this thing that we've never seen before, and then we learn how to harness it and bottle it, and then next thing you know, we do have magic. Yeah, yeah. they kept that old rig that uh, the old Steve, the scientist, like made in the fucking forties, and no one knows what the signature is supposed to come up on. All of a sudden, it starts the dial starts yeah, jumping yeah, off yeah, the exactly, chain. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh shit, he knew, yeah. he knew all along. It's magic. <laughs> uh, I think I think they would still keep their physical capabilities but if we're talking like let's say i was going to run a D campaign where the dragons came to earth there's no weave uh, magic is like this this background force right that like just permeates everything like the force in star mm-hmm. wars like if obi-wan showed up in, on our earth like could he use the force that would imply that it was here all along right which exactly. i know it's not so that, yeah <laughs> I, I think if dragons from D did come here they wouldn't be able to do magic anymore. i would think so they would yeah. fly and then yeah. they would be like fuck i can't turn into a dude yeah. and then they'd get fucking it would be yeah. just a, and yeah and with standard that, alien invasion yeah. but the aliens are like then kind of surprised into, that they're even here yeah, yeah. that <laughs> yes. that turns into us defeating them killing them harvesting them enslaving them and all that other jazz. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically the same thing, except instead of a dragon running the corporation, it's just the regular guy that is like, well, I'm going to turn these dragon scales into like the new military grade yeah. armor and stuff <gasps> like that. We were the dragons all the time. We were yeah. The yeah we were. <laughs> There's a really funny comic of Jeff Bezos. And he's a little kid. And he's oh, like, yeah. He's yeah. like on the board of gold. <laughs> he's I like, love that. what do you want to be when you grow up, Jeff? A dragon. <laughs> Jeff, you can't be a dragon when you grow up. And then the next frame is him like on top of his pile of gold. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> crawling on it oh man yeah that would be that would be nuts that would be ape shit so if they couldn't do magic yeah that that changes the whole dynamic of that because our culture pretty much remains intact yeah Yeah. exactly i don't think if they could do magic and change into people it's it's a problem it's the polymorph plus the genius intellect plus the living five thousand years yeah if you have a a dragon physically powerful dragon that is also professor mcgonagall just like running around that's bad news but if they did do magic i know that in some editions of DD dragons can be warlock patrons oh nice shit now now we have warlocks because ancient dragons are fucking like hiring people binding them to themselves and granting them magic and then yeah, who knows what that does? Oh, yeah. I'm in line for that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the I first one. Our new right dragon here. Overlords. Hello, hello, Mr. Dragon. I'm Thomas, and uh, I would like to. Tom, you've been doing good work for our company for a long time now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time I shared a little secret with you. Yeah. yeah. yeah instead of raises, you're like, so I will imbue you with more magical powers. I'm like, yeah, I got a raise. <laughs> you know. Here you go. They yeah. put a little envelope in front of you. Open up. You open up the the envelope. It's just a paper that says third spell slot. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, At it. last, I'll be like, "Hey, Brian and Will, look what I do with my fingertips." <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So I kind of feel like then, if we move on to, let's say, if dragons were were here all along, oh, here right? all along, yeah, and. Um, I do think that's an interesting dynamic, though, what Brian said earlier about, like, if they were here all along, but if they were just in hiding or whatever, we didn't know. I kind of feel like that's almost the same, though, too, like, if they just showed up. But let's say if we knew. Like, we knew. We know about dragons. They've been all through history. Yeah, Yeah. they've always been there. I think in that case, like, the world would just look nothing like it does now. I don't think tech would have gotten as far as it would, because that's the biggest threat to the dragon. Like, Mm -hmm. why are they going to, even the good ones, like, they're not going to like the idea of us, you know, being able to form 
missiles or lasers or and bullets or guns or there would be a lot more segregation explosives, I think. all that other stuff I think it's really the same uh, actual like like minus the incursion section mm-hmm. of the plan mm-hmm. like oh they've been here all along like are they just in charge of everything yeah I they would, would think just they be in charge be, of it, yeah. but I think they would openly be dragons and I yeah think, like yeah. you know how Justin Bieber but with has magic like, let's say like they and, do have magic yeah sure well. yeah yeah, magic was real all along. Because uh, <laughs> I know, do think uprising was what happened if they didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, okay, if dragons were real and they had magic, I think you would have to ask the question like, "What is magic?" And humans are going to do everything that they can to tap into that resource. And I mean, if dragon, like, we'd have to come up with a weird reason why dragons would be able to and humans wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right, and maybe it's that thing like the people that are. Um, like and that could be the Salem witch trials explanation. Like people get their hand on magic and dragons start going fucking after them, burning Ooh. people at the stake and stuff. You know, oh. they're ostracizing people that are pagans and want to do magic yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And now we are like, Roman no, Catholics. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I know, right? That would be horrible. Like that. I, I also was just reminded, or it could be biological. Like I was actually watching. There, there's a uh, on HBO Max. There's a Superman and Lois show, right? Oh yeah. And I started watching it. It's actually pretty good. It's very different. It's not your normal Superman story, but sure. in that that show there's a part where they talk about one of his sons who may be exhibiting some powers right mm-hmm. but they take him to the uh, fortress of solitude and of course you know the hologram gramps you know that's there you know his oh, father right. or whatever yeah. he does tests on the boy right and he tells him well he's never going to be like you his powers are only like one one hundredth of the t- of the scale of your power because of his human DNA is too limiting. Mm-hmm. It will not allow him to absorb enough sunlight or whatever it is that, you know, mostly sunlight that gives Superman his powers Yeah, because of his Kryptonian biology. So it could be something like that if you wanted to say, like, why humans couldn't get this magic. Maybe it was something biological. It's just I mean? magic like, is so specific and strange, you know what I mean? Like conjuring things, summoning things, uh, spewing out elemental spells, causing illusions, you know what I mean? What biological factor can, like, um, be responsible yeah. for all those various things that you know what I mean like yeah. it's just I, I just feel like especially because the type of magic the dragons tend to do um, is you know wizardry it's straight up they're learning how to do oh, magic okay. you know it's not I mean? like you said so, yeah. sorcery like it's, where it's yeah. inherent in your yeah I mean like, yes and no because they do have inherent magic in them because they are dragons so there is some stuff that's like biologically inherent to them but like the ones who pursue magic and become mages, like they become straight wizards. Well, if that's the case, then other than that scenario of them being like Salem witch trials type things, where they're burning everyone that's going to exhibit any type of you know tapping into magic, it's definitely going. I think the smartest route would be they would give them a little bit. You know what I mean? You give them just a little bit enough to quell their their reasons for trying to sneak and tap into that. <laughs> and they're like, here you go, you know that's I mean? magic. Yeah, yeah exactly, like, yeah, you know. This is really it, yeah, that's it, man, that's sorry. It. That's, that's all it is. I th- and then I think access to magic uh, would kind of stunt our technological growth as well. Oh, big, I think yeah. big time, yeah. Well, maybe, uh, maybe you combine it somehow, and maybe it excels. I mean, I think at some point, maybe there's some sort of like industrial revolution. I just think it, everything gets postponed. Everything gets sure, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. focus on this. But magic. humans would want to yeah. start to catch up, and I think yeah. you're right. I think I think because of that, there probably would be some kind of mesh at some point of technology and magic. Yeah. But dude, <clears throat> could you imagine? And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up to date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, 
you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining.